What's up, everybody? We back up in this thing. Welcome to another episode of the Talk My Credo Podcast. I'm your boy Dante here with my fam in the building. KT, yep. what's going on? Nothing. Nothing. No, I'm here. Glad to be here. I understand. I'm very I happy understand. to be here. <laughs> see, see, that encourages me to try to do it myself, but no, then you just shoot me no. down. See? No, see, <laughs> see, why can't I join in on the fun? You don't even know I've been, I've been practicing. Like, you know, okay, that I, go I, ahead, give it one, give okay, it a go. Okay, I'm very happy to be here. How are you today? Uh, it was like, oh, you see, you see, it was like, you see, it was come like. on, man, clap it up for me, clap it up for me, <laughs> clap it up for my improving accent. All right. So honestly, I'm I'm it's a miracle that I can actually talk at all. Because if we, you know, I talked about a little bit before we started recording, like I've been sick the past uh few days and uh it's it's been bad sinus infection. So it's like these these allergies, man, have been just kicking my ass. Like whole pure just pure ass whooping and i've just been so defenseless it is it's like it's like those bullies when you in school and they come up to you and they're like after school three o'clock we'll be waiting for you and then you you scared you you walking and you see these big bullies waiting on you to leave the school and like you ain't got nowhere to go you got to go home so you're trying to find other ways to get out but they, they still catch you no matter what type of escape plan you have like nah nigga and then you get your ass whooped I feel like that. I look outside, I see clouds of pollen just blowing to and, and and from just whatever, just back and forth, swaying back and forth, just like almost like they're mocking me. Like, all right, nigga, yep. Mm-hmm. Two o'clock, two p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's coming. And when you step your foot out that post office, we on your ass. And that's what happens. <laughs> that's what happens. I didn't need you to enact. The pilot swaying <laughs> back and forth. <laughs> I didn't appreciate that. <laughs> Look, let me just tell you, I am extremely tired and delirious right now. So, you, who knows well, what's going to come out of my mouth I, today? Well, if you're tired and delirious, and I'm I'm sick and can barely breathe right now. So, yeah, this, this is going to be a very interesting episode. But mm-hmm. yeah, man. But it it just took up to a, a whole different level because, you know, now it's just like both nostrils just sealed shut, can't breathe. And I'm trying to sleep. I'm sounding like a, have a, a BMX motorbike. Like, Do you have a diffuser? I, I do not. I do not have a diffuser. Um, You can find one for cheap on Amazon or something. And get you uh, some essential oils. Okay. Get you like some peppermint uh-huh. oil. That'll help with some eucalyptus oil. Okay. That'll help with uh, the clogging of the nostrils. Well, I definitely appreciate that because it's been a struggle. Now, also, here's here's also the thing. Because, you know, I, I am married and do live with the pharmacist. So she has been giving me all sorts of drugs, but me mm. being the manly man that I am, I'm just like, 
nah, I'm good. I'm good. I can take this. Now nah, it's all good. It's going to go away. I, I mean, I mean, you're being t- the stupid man that I, you are. I, I, because yeah. why, when you have a wife that's a pharmacist? Yeah, you know, it's, it's just like, I right, I take it. But, you know, I started taking it yesterday when I was like, all right, this is bad. So, all right, let me start taking some stuff. But by that point, you it was already You should have taken it before it got bad. I, oh, okay. I understand that now. Okay, I get it now. You know, take medicine before it now? gets too bad. Yeah, yeah. How now, old are you? Now I'm, I am. Um, and how long has Tina been your wife? <laughs> let's not, let's are, not are, even do this. Are these rhetorical questions? Do I have to answer those questions? Yes, they are rhetorical. <laughs> okay, good. Because okay, good. no, I already know the answer. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you. But yes, you know, now, you know, I'm, I've been enlightened, you know, the light switch came on like, all right. So when you the when you switch. when you experience symptoms, why was it dark for so long though? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Why was it dark for so long? Because you know, because when all you had to do was flip the switch, that's it. Because you switch. know, for for in my defense, I rarely, like, rarely get sick. Like the only times I I, I may go go down, if you will. Pause for you, pause types. Is the season change? The season change. You know, I normally, you know, a few days, coughing, sneezing, you know, headache, that type of thing. But a couple of days, I'm I'm back, you know, type of. And so that's what I thought this was. I'm like, all right, if the seasons change, you know, the pollen is basically coming back in full force. It's just you know my my seasonal season change type thing. And then, you know, a couple of days and I'll be good. But instead of being good after a couple of days, after a couple of days, I was I was worse, way worse. <clears throat> so then I'm like, all right, babe, what, what's that you want me to take? This ibuprofen, uh, Sudafed, uh, Mucinex. What's, what's that thing? What's that thing that you scored up your nose? I, I got I to gotta do that, too. So now I'm asking questions because now I'm older. I'm wiser. You know that song like Marvin Sapp said, you know, I'm I'm wiser. I made it. Never would have made it. Never would have made it. <laughs> KT, why are you just staring at me? <laughs> 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 mm. <laughs> why are you just staring at me and just mm. like, <laughs> the look on your face is, it, is <laughs> so much worse than anything you can say right now. Like... It's because what you said was a load of shit. <laughs> it was a load of shit because you, we've had this conversation before. I mean, yeah. we have had this conversation before. So yeah, don't act we've like, had the oh, conversation before. Know, I'm wiser now. I'm, but I'm, you know, I'm enlightened. I mean, whatever. sometimes you, you have to have multiple conversations. Sometimes you have to hear things multiple times before, you know, it, 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 you, you get it. You know what I'm saying? I believe there's like a scientific study or something that you you must hear something like seven that? times to retain like 60% of it. Isn't that right? You know what? I'm about to look that up right now. Let's Let's see. How many times must you hear something to remember it? Let's look it up. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. 
five best ways to improve your memory. See, now we're diving all into this. We're going to dive into this. We're going to go ahead and, and get educational today. The five best ways to improve your memory. Are you ready? We're going to read this little article together. Some skills you don't need to get. You don't need past graduation. Geometry, cursive, the ability to dissect the frog. But memorization is not one of them. Far beyond your final spelling bee, your memory either saves you from or delivers you to public humiliation. Just think about the last time you forgot the name of a very important person. Memory is important in adulthood because it also enables all kind of life enriching learning from remembering several seasons worth of football statistics. A very big deal to very loyal fans to learning a new language. But keeping it sharp requires practice. Just add just ask Ed Cook, who can memorize the order of a shuffled deck of cards in 45 seconds. For his competitor in memory tournaments, Cook was crowned a grandmaster of memory in his early 20s. All right, we're going to skip over back to blah, 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 blah. All right, the top five methods of facing off. Cook told us some of his top strategies of learning words fast. Number one, <laughs> take a guess. One of the best ways to remember a new word, it turns out, is to guess its meaning before you even know it. Eh, I don't like that. Number two is repeat. Okay, that takes, that takes, uh, makes some sense. Number three is create a mnemonic, which I, I like that one. I use that method. Use whatever new word sounds like or makes you think of and you'll remember it more. It helps connect the word to the knowledge you already have in mind. Think spatially and relax. How does relax help you memorize stuff? Okay, so what I was saying was, you know, we, we talked about things already, but you know, Bishop Summerfield taught us that you have to listen to something at least seven times to retain like 60% of it. You know, that, that comes from Bishop. So, you know, talking about it before, it was just one time. So you needed to talk to me five more times for me to really get it. That's all I'm saying. So I was just uh, giving the audience, a, you know, a little, uh, some, some nuggets of knowledge of five best ways to improve your memory. As you continue to look at me, it's in such disgust. Where is the love? Where is the love? Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So we go. I on. was so rudely interrupted by my internet having <laughs> issues for a moment. Oh man. But anyway, we're gonna leave that BS alone <laughs> and move on to the next topic. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, so, oh, real quick, and I'm I'm not going to get into any more Will Smith, Jada Pinkett drama bullshit, but I do want to give an update because Chris Rock has given an official response, and his response was, ain't saying shit until you pay me, and I was like, mm-hmm, because you know a Chris Rock special is coming, and you know Chris Rock is going to go to town on Will and Jada. And I am here to see. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait. On I Netflix, cannot. I bet. Oh, oh, I hope it's on Netflix. Please be on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Because if it's on something else, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to bootleg it. <laughs> so, you know, I'm just saying, please be on Netflix. But I believe it'll Whatever be on Netflix. Whatever it's on, I probably got it. This is true. This is true. So, <laughs> hell, I so think I you probably got it too. Let you use it. I'm trying to think. We got just about, hell, just about everything except Peacock. I'm just like, I want to watch Bel Air. We watched the first episode. Was like, okay, this is gonna be really good. Someone told us that that the trial was gonna be free, that you can watch Peacock for free. But like, all right, cool. 
So we go in there and we start watching the first episode of Bel Air and we get through and like, okay, yeah, but they really only good. let you watch one episode, right? I only we got past that episode and it brought up the second episode and was like, must subscribe or must have premium mm-hmm. to watch. We was like, yeah. man, <laughs> I was like, come on, man, like. We looked at each other and our whole collective faces was like, <laughs> it was like, come on, come like that's that's some booty do. But um, I was I was going to wait. I think they've had their finale already. So I was like, I can go online and find it. I'm not I'm not going to get the premium anything. on Peacock. Y'all should have put it on a better platform. How about that? And I'm and I'm gonna watch it that way. The, the way I watch my power. <laughs> my power shows. I, I don't subscribe to stars to watch power. Um, yeah. Uh, shout out to the bootleg gang. Just don't bootleg us. Thanks. Uh, all right. So, <laughs> so Chris Rock is saying he ain't saying nothing about the wills and the Oscar stuff until he gets paid to. And trust me, mm-hmm. once he gets paid to, oh, the shit gonna hit. I'm the sure he's gonna have plenty to say. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, and I am ready because you know his brothers came out. I'm here for it. Yep, his brothers came out and 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 they they call him for they call him for smoke with Will. You know, this mm-hmm. Tony um, and his other younger brother, they both have said some some choice words when it comes to Will and Jada. And yep, mm-hmm. uh, and, and if you don't know by now, I'm Team Chris Rock, and I'm Team Will Smith in in a not in a versus thing but when it comes to you know the 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 situationship that he's in yeah i i need will to 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 snap out of it and and get out cuz she's trying to take your soul all right anyway uh <laughs> anyway um one thing i've been wanting to talk about for for a couple of weeks now i think this is a couple of weeks old well not not quite a couple of weeks is um our favorite Modern Day Feed the Children organization, also known as Black Lives Matter. They uh, hit the... (laughs) I'm just... I'm just... (laughs) Let me get through it. Let me get through it. I wasn't ready. (laughs) I'm trying to get through it. Tell me this isn't what it is, though. Like, the Black Lives Matter organization is nothing more than a modern-day mm. Feed the Children program where they get tons and tons and tons of money, and I don't see any children being fed. Um, and so that's just what's going on now. So BLM is back into the news um, because of an update, rather, because uh, we talked about this, you know, many, many pods ago when this first came out was about the the uh, owner or ex-founder, co-founder of the Black Lives Matter organization, Patrice Colors, I believe that's her name, buying million-dollar homes in California and, and other real estate deals in the Bahamas and in other areas, I believe in, in Georgia, uh, has a home in Georgia, Um but those numbers were slightly incorrect. So it was first reported that the house that she bought was for $3 million. That's wrong um, because those numbers were, were flushed a little bit. Actually, 
what she bought in California was a $6 million mansion in California. Um, and literally to this day, the date of this recording is April 14th, 2022. That's the only accountability we have for the $6 million of $100 million that they got in less than two years. And it's also to note that once they bought these houses, got these houses, they stepped out of the organization. They resigned, cashed out, and they moved on with the quickness. So, you know, I I just want to read some of these things and just call them out to the light because I am going to take a brief moment to be on my I told you so box. Um, so I'm going to read this little article here inside the $6 million mansion. BLM reportedly bought with donated funds. This was updated on the fifth. So a previous version of the story said that an LA property owned by black lives matter had been bought by a real estate developer for $3.1 million and transferred that same year for 5.8. The post has since learned that the public records it consulted listed the sales price incorrectly Further research found that, other records show that the real estate developer bought it for the same amount that he transferred it to BLM, $5.8 million. The $6 million mansion bought by uh, BLM in L.A. once hosted Humphrey Bogart and Melon Monroe as house guests. It comes complete with a soundstage, music studio, pool, and a two-bedroom guest house. The 7,400-square-foot Studio City compound is a 1930s farmhouse. Now also both seven bedrooms and seven bathrooms. I want to show some of these pictures. So I'm going I'm to share my screen here. And I, I just I just need to show y'all just how large they live in right now. This and, and they and they living kind of large. Living kind of large. So a shell company connected to Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation bought this home back in 2020. So this is the home. Let's get that out uh, the way. The shell companies. Yep. The shell company. Right. <laughs> so, you know, this is what the home looks like. They bought a $6 million, 7,400 square foot studio mansion that hosted some of Hollywood's most iconic stars. Like their outlined area, <clears throat> that's, their, that's their compound. They call it a campus. Black Lives Matter themselves calls it a campus, right? So, you know, just very, very nice. Very a nice. Oh, look at that studio. Point. Oh, yeah. Look at that whole studio. One of these days, you know, the Talk My Credo brand will we'll have a studio like that, but we won't uh, scam and, and run a scam feed the children business to get it. So this is just some of the pictures. Just a really nice and elegant home and the fact that it's in, oh, look at them. Look, all three of them just reveling in black excellence. <laughs> just, oh, just the black excellence is just spewing off of them. The lady right here on the left, that is Patrice Colors. And these are the other three, uh, other two founding, co-founding members of the organization. Oh, they just look so happy. Oh, they look so happy. Like, yes, we did it. Um. Yes, bitch. <clears throat> we did it. We did it. Um, so what is it used for? Why is it necessary for y'all to have this mansion? 
Well, I'm glad you asked. Because right here, if you say BLM says the property was acquired in the furtherance of BLM's mission, as well for other uses. The Black Lives Matter board member, Shalamaya Bowers, told the Post, Shalamaya, Shalom, Shalom, Shalomia, Shalomia, Shalomia. whatever the hell. Either way, either way, you were scam artists, you were fraud, fake ass. Because that's your new name, fake ass Bowers. The thing is, for the continuance of the vision, I don't think a six million dollar mansion, maybe a six million dollar compound, like a uh-huh. a business building, uh-huh. a, a corporate building or something. Uh huh. Like that makes sense. You right. know, to have offices and all of that. But what you need a pool for? Uh huh. What you need a guest house for? You putting black folk just, in there that they ain't got no homes. Right. You housing people who need help. Is this, uh, you know, donating something? Is this helping? How, how is this helping the cause is what I'm How saying. is this helping the cause? Well, because here's the thing, you know, because when I go to their website and I'm going to go to their website and I, and I remember you know, when, when I look this up and I'm like, well, what is BLM's mission here? What, what, what are their goals? You know, um, and I went to see their, their mission here and I'm, I'm going to see if it's, is it been, if it's been update, updated. Uh, hmm. And for whatever reason, I can't go to the website. Yeah. Okay, there we go. Let's see what what is their mission? What are what is their mission here? Their mission is to eradicate white supremacy and build local power to intervene in violence inflicted on black communities by state and vigilantes by combating and countering acts of violence creating a space for black imagination and innovation and centering black joy. We are winning immediate improvements in our lives. Now, you know, this has been changed. Uh Uh-huh. This has been changed. Yes, this website has been changed. And I say that because the last time I, I was here, their about and their mission statement said something that really stuck out to me because they said they wanted to do away with the nuclear family. And I'm looking here and I don't see it here. It's not here anymore. We are expansive. We are a collective of liberators who believe in an inclusive and spacious movement. So in other words, it's not just a black movement. We also believe that in order to win and bring in as many people with us along with along the way, we must move beyond the narrow nationalism that is all too prevalent in black communities. You understand what's being said there? This isn't just a black this isn't just a black movement. 
the the narrow nationalism that is all too prevalent. So that means everybody can come along. That's why you also see a very strong, if not dominant presence of the LGBTQ community within Black Lives Matter in a, in a very, very, very far left leaning <laughs> ideology connected to this group that honestly does not suit or fight for the real purposes, needs and concerns for the black community. But, and the only thing they're going to put in front of us is white supremacy, white supremacy, white supremacy. We affirm the lives of black, queer, and trans folk, disabled folk, undocumented folk, folks with records, women in all black lives among the gender spectrum. Our network centers those who have been marginalized within black liberation movements. Right. We are working for a world where black lives are no longer systemically targeted for demise. As you do it yourself. We affirm our humanity, our contributions to this society and our resilience in the face of deadly oppression. And this is it. This is it. Before they they had a mission statement of and one thing that definitely was there because everyone was like, wait a minute, what are you talking about? They want to do away with the nuclear family. And the main thing that we have been saying within the black community that a major thing of why we are so fractured as a community is the deterioration of the black family, the nuclear family. And they had it right there on their website. But understand whose purposes the Black Lives Matter organization has served from the beginning. They took a message that black people felt that Black Lives Matter meant one thing, but the organization used it for an entirely different thing where they got a hundred million dollars out of it. And the co-founders got paid so much that they got their millions of dollars and then they left the organization themselves. And all I want to say is I told y'all so I told y'all so. And once again, this was nothing more than a democratic or a liberal ploy to get the black vote. Because whenever it was time to vote, understand, when were the the greatest times when you saw the Black Lives Matter organization most active? It was around voting time. Michael Brown was the inception. That brought up the hands up, don't shoot, which that that was a narrative that wasn't entirely <clears throat> true. And then the next time you saw George Floyd, Right. So being able to take advantage of and to latch yourself on to tragedies that's happened within our community and then push it to a degree where that same community gave so much <laughs> money, so much of their support, so much of their hopes to this organization, thinking this organization was really speaking for them, but they weren't. They just wanted your vote. We're going to galvanize you. We're going to play to your emotions. We're going to play on that trauma and that pain that you have experienced for generations. Vote for us because we're going to fight this. We're going to get rid of it. And we're buying mansions to further the mission. In an interview, in an interview, they uh, asked her when they first, when the story first broke out a year ago. um, And the, the reason she said was, well, you know, it's it's for my family. Um, and I'm going to pull that up. I think it was on uh, Mark Lamont Hill. And I'm, I'm going to try to 
pull that interview up real quick. Because it was, it was, it was bad. It was bad. So I'm going to try to see if I can find it. But while I try to find it, what, what do you think about that? You see my face? <laughs> Just, you're going to definitely have to watch the video version of this. So while we talking about that real, just quick plug, you know, be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube at Talk My Credo. Uh, the, the, the full episodes will be going up. We, we started from episode 40 on the, the YouTube channel and we're going all the way up, you know, so the videos will be going up the full episodes. Um, also, for you guys listening on Spotify and Apple, please be sure to follow and subscribe us on Spotify and Apple. If you listen on Apple, drop us a review. Give us those five stars. Those five-star gang, 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 gang. You know what I'm saying? Give us them five-star reviews. Any and all support is, is greatly appreciated. Yes, but for this one, you, you got to watch this one on YouTube. YouTube at Talk My Credo so you can see these amazing facial expressions <laughs> she's giving right now. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> just, oh, man. There is always <sighs> me and a couple of my coworkers were talking about this earlier as far as it be your own. Mm-hmm. It be your own that just disappoint you. Yeah. You know. <sighs> Black people ain't never gonna get nowhere with this kind of leadership. You know what I mean? Like Right. We just gonna keep going in freaking circles. That's how I feel. We're just going in circles. You know. Um yep. they we never get anything major accomplished, really. Not anything that really truly matters in the grand scheme of things. There are a lot of symbolic things. But nothing that really, really changes our position in this country. So it's just sad. It's just really sad. Yep. Um, it's hard not to get just completely disenfranchised with everybody. <laughs> yeah, honestly, yeah, with everybody. With everybody. Cause it's like with everybody. What the heck? Like what y'all doing? Because because it's just and it's it's amazing because honestly, let's just go ahead and call it for what it is. That they literally exploited black Americans again because they took what black people believed. Because black people believed in something else. They didn't believe in what the organization believed in. They didn't follow the movement that the organization and the interest of the organization. They really thought they was fighting for racial equality, you know, to, you know, to galvanize behind the white supremacy to stop that, um, you know, stopping police brutality, some very viable things that you cannot ignore the argument, nor you can argue against the existence of. 
They use those things to get everybody in passion, to get everybody riled up, to get emotions, appeal to the emotion, appeal to the, the fear, if you will. Follow us because now we're going to do something. Now there's protests all over the world. And now we're getting this, this money. And, and now we're getting all this money that now we can really do some things. And the only thing you have ever heard that comes out of BLM are million-dollar homes purchased by the co-founders, who one of them, again, leaves. So it's it's funny also when you see these extravagant purchases being purchased, when they also tell that we, that they express that, you know, we're, we're Marxist, which is basically the opposite end of the, like, capitalism spectrum. So it's like, you're even being hypocritical to <clears throat> your your political position and your approach to how you want social justice and social change to occur. So it's like, how are you claiming you're walking in Marxism if you're taking the money that people donated and you're buying yourselves homes for your family? Doing so just it, like being on Donald Trump. <laughs> right? People. Yeah. Same dang on thing. Mm. Same thing. Yep. Same thing. So one thing you can't say, you can't say that one, this is illegal because it is. It's illegal. The Red Cross does it, has been doing it since the beginning of time. Mm-hmm. You know, the the American Red Cross, you know, the, the, they've, they've been doing it to where Tons and tons and tons and tons of money goes into these organizations, but 90% of it goes to overhead and administration costs, mm-hmm. you know? And then, like yeah, I the mentioned, the Feed the Children. It, get the most money. And the people who run it gets the money. Mm-hmm. So, and that's just, that's just the, the crazy part about it. So I like I mentioned the feed the children. So it was like all these money for for the price of a cup of coffee a day, a thirty six cents. You got millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars coming in, and then the overwhelming majority of it goes to the people who run the organization. It's not even going to what you think is going to. So that's why I call BLM the Modern Day Feed the Children Foundation because so much money went to it, and you thinking that it's going to something, but it really isn't. It really All isn't. Is you gave your them, hope and your money to an organization that used and you. exploit them children, putting them on commercials and stuff. Yep. The flies yep. flying around their faces and stuff. Exactly. Exactly. So it, it reminds you know, me of the freaking a, SBCA. Is, is it SBCA? SBCA. I think SBCCA uh, commercials with in the arms of the oh, angels, yeah. and you see the dang on dogs <laughs> trembling and sh- yeah. I uh-huh. feel like it's just yep, ugh, it's just propaganda. That's all it is. It's just it is, it is, and I I bet you not one cent went to any of them damn dogs. Yeah, them dogs still, still sitting, sitting in them same shaking. shelters, mm, shaking, trembling, dying, and y'all still in y'all hoods. Trembling, shaking, and dying, talking about white supremacy, police brutality, and and what happened to Black Lives Matter. <laughs> and y'all still rolling with the phrase. That's the thing. Y'all still running with Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter, because you believed in something. I know y'all did. Y'all believed in it. Discredited. 
And the white uh-huh. people who had so much to say about Black Lives Matter encountered it with All Lives Matter uh-huh. now feel substantiated. Yep. Because e- even though that's a whole level, a whole other side of stupidity, uh, the fact that, again, just the, the, the creation of All Lives Matter just shows just how tone deaf and insecure those people are um, who act like there wasn't a very uh, a distinction of what Black Lives Matter meant for the people, not the organization, but the people. But I, I don't even care to go on that rant. But yeah, yeah. So that's what's been going on. Um, of course, you have people that's trying to defend it, like you know Roland Martin. Um, which, as as time goes on. I really find myself not being a big fan of Roland Martin these days. He 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 starts to give me democratic vibes. <laughs> you know, like the the way you have like your Bill O'Reilly's for Fox News that is a a conservative thing. Like the way you have your Bill O'Reilly's on your Fox News side and he's a conservative figure and he's going to say and give all the talking points for conservatives that they can rally behind yes bill o'reilly is right and who else laura ingram and any of them um carlson tucker and you know all all them other people roland martin seems to be that way for the democrat like don lemon is for the democrat the liberal side and roland martin just seems to be that way with me and it's just like, so it it just like mm, he tried to defend it and act like oh it, it wasn't it's not how they used it but they're trying to twist it and turn it but like no these are public records they bought this money or that they they used this money that was donated to the organization and bought homes with it and then they left the organization. And they use this under a shell company, you know? So like, yeah, we know what it is, most, but most. I was going to play the little interview where she was like, I, I did this. I did this for my family. I have to take care of my family. I have, I have, uh, you know, an aunt, a sick mother. I have this, I have that. And I'm like, so the people that y'all got a hundred million dollars out of, they don't have sick family members. They don't have children. They don't have harsh living conditions. Those are the ones in the street that's dealing with the police brutality, that's dealing with this and dealing with that and dealing with broken homes and this, that, and the third. But you got you you worried about your family. And so you can take care your, of your so family you without buying matter. a $6 million house. That's what I'm talking about. Like, you can take you care know, of your family that, without doing all that. It's not necessary. That's extravagance. No. It's extravagance. It's not exactly. necessary. And if you really cared so, about what you claim to care about, then you would want the majority of the money that you get to go towards the cause. If you really cared. Well, but that's the thing. I think she did. I think she, she really cared. She cared about the their agenda. She didn't care about what we believed the agenda was. So I, I think she cared. 
And I think she cared very much about it. She cared about lining to the her tune name that she bought multiple pockets. million dollar homes. Yep. And she even, like I said, she even bought her wife her own home down in Georgia. And and that home was like six hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> so it's, it's like, yes. And then they got all these, you know, she she she's doing the real estate game. She she's doing the Donald Trump thing, but she's doing it for her family. Oh, oh, okay. If you say so. But all right, but, but moving just I, I'm just done with the organization. I well, I've been done with the organization, but I just hope y'all understand. Just once again, we've been exploited. We've been used and we're nothing more than political footballs in this game. We've been bamboozled. Bamboozled. <laughs> oh, man. So, all right, listen. Pull the wall let's, let's over. Let's move into a little bit of rigidity. Oh my God, y'all, y'all pray, y'all pray for KT. <laughs> no, it's okay. Oh, that is so funny. Uh, all right, so let's move into a little bit of Richie. Deceived. So this <laughs> deception, <laughs> disgrace. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. I can't listen. Y'all have to forgive me tonight. Listen, okay. don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is all good. This is a perfect segue of deception, <laughs> disgrace. You know, Gone Girl is is one of my favorite movies. I love the movie Gone Girl because, you know, art imitates life. You know, so anytime I see any type of depiction of anybody there's always some truth to it and it works both ways so when i see these crazy movies like gone girl and what was that movie i was talking about uh, a few pies ago that i absolutely hated that was trying to be like gone girl but it was so, so stupid it also starred ben affleck i can't remember i think it was called uh what was it called i can't even remember uh was it dark water or something like that i don't know uh no, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I can't remember what happened yesterday. Deep water. So I don't know. Deep water. Yeah, Lord. <laughs> but it was deep water. That movie was trash. But Gone Girl is one of my favorite movies. And I know that was based on a true story, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. But apparently, uh, someone else has tried to do that again. Because... There was a, a California woman. What's going on in California right now? There's a California woman who admitted to faking her own kidnapping and collecting $30,000 in victim compensation to go out and cheat on her husband with her, her side nigga. And <laughs> I'm like, this sounds like Gone Girl to, to an extent. You know, Gone Girl didn't. She, she just tried to uh, fake a kidnapping, but Oh man, so I just I just saw this and I just like, yo, y'all crazy. Y'all crazy. 
So I'm, I'm going to read this quick article, and I just want to laugh a little bit because I'm going to read this article in totality. So <laughs> Sherry Panini, that's her name, admits to faking her own kidnapping so she could cheat on her husband with her boyfriend. What a clinky dink. We're <laughs> Finally, in a California supermom. Listen, we're in a whole panini right now. And she said, you know what? She had to take it up or not. She would not be outdone. So California supermom Sherry Panini has admitted to faking her own kidnapping and collecting $30,000 in victim compensation. And according to the Daily Mail, she has apologized after claiming she was abducted, abused, and branded during a 22-day ordeal. Sherry has been charged with lying to federal investigators and fraudulently obtaining $30,000 from the state's victim compensation board. People can do anything illegal just to make some easy money, but Sherry's plan didn't go quite as planned. Okay, what did they say? So, did they say super mom? This, this, Is that what they, they said? Yeah. Yeah, she I don't got, know. I know she who ain't she black. Is, so maybe she's I know like, she ain't black because they would not. Oh, of course, describe you know her that this. way. I was just going to listen. I was going to read the article. The article was going to tell you everything you needed to know about this woman. So, so look, California mother Sherry Panini, who claimed she was kidnapped in 2016 before suddenly reappearing three weeks later, almost 200 miles away from where she was last seen, has signed a plea deal in which she admits that she orchestrated the hoax. Panini, 39 years old, was finally arrested last month with prosecutors alleging that she had made up the entire kidnapping story and had, in fact, been staying with an ex-boyfriend during the period she was believed to be missing. Panini would now plead guilty to one count of lying to a federal officer and one count of mail fraud, but the hearing scheduled for later this week. So it was... <laughs> oh, so she says... I am deeply ashamed of myself and my behavior and so sorry for the pain I've caused my family, my friends, and all the good people who needlessly suffered because of my story and those who worked so hard to try to help me. She said, I will work the rest of my life to make amends for what I've done. Like this, first of all, no one believes that bullshit. Shut up. Uh, she was presented with evidence that showed that she had not been abducted. And so she confessed. Instead of retracting her kidnapping story, Panini continued to make false statements about her purported abductors. Authorities now say that Panini's disappearance has nothing to do with the kidnapping at all, but was staying in the ex-boyfriend's house in, Cost in, in Costa Mesa. Oh, man. And so they did a, a search of the ex-boyfriend's home, got all this blah, 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 blah. So, so the next part of this, this article says white women, I tell you. <laughs> I'm just like, white women. I'm going to share the screen so you can see. This is this, this is Sherry Panini. That's that's her. Now tell me she looks like somebody that would do all the things that I just read. She looks like she would like, yeah, she did it. In in the words, in the words of 50 Cent, whatever they said she did, she did that shit. <laughs> she like, come on, man. Come on. I want to hear the description so of the I just, men I just found that it extremely funny. Abducted her. Ah, that is interesting. I mm -hmm. didn't think that far. Um, but I'm I'm sure he probably did something to not be able to be identified as such. But yeah, I I, I wanted to hear more of like the actual story. Like what exactly happened? I wanted some um I wanted some details. I wanted some details, but 
But according to that, she was saying that um, her ex-boyfriend told the police she convinced him that her husband was abusing her and that he wanted that she wanted help to get away from him. So so she convinced him uh, to pick her up and then just stay with her. Like it, it was just. It was just insane. So she left her husband and two kids. She has two sons. Left them just to back. stay away with, uh huh, to go to her side piece and and do that. Girl, so you first oh, up. actually, yep, nope. Well, I I have to show no, it. I have no. to show it now. I'm gonna reshare the screen so, so we can so we can see it all. So we can see it all. All right. So that's old girl. That's old girl. I don't know why they call her supermom. What's this supermom thing about? But anyway, orchestrated her own kidnapping, signed the plea deal that she made the whole thing up. The ex-boyfriend drives drives her home. She hides in the back seat for the seven-hour journey before being dropped off on the side of the road. That's crazy. (laughs) So she drove from one side of California to the other side. That's where the ex-boyfriend stayed. Um, That's her and the husband. That's the husband, Keith. Uh, she she tells the side piece that he, that the husband was abusing her and she had to get away. And so, you know the thing I about side see what niggas. The side piece look like. like uh, okay, all right, we're gonna scroll on down, and then I'm a, I'm gonna get my little piece about these side niggas. Um, that's the, the missing signs, and that's more of the family. Uh, she got a lot of gum. Uh, yep. Oh, it's a boy and a girl. Excuse me, not two sons. A boy and a girl. Uh, that's the side guy right there. His name is James. The ex-boyfriend who hid Sherry Penny was spotted for the first time since her arrest in March. That's him. <laughs> that's the guy. Yep. Oh, wow. That's another picture of the other side dick. <laughs> That's another picture of the side dick. And this was taken via Facebook. See, Facebook never fails, boy. Facebook never fails. Oh, my God. God dang, look at that dude. Uh, Yep, so there's more pictures of the side dude. Reyes, James Reyes, told the police that uh, she caused self-inflicted injuries while staying with him including hitting herself to create bruises and burning herself on the arm. (laughs) Like, these people are crazy. And there you go. This is her. So hilarious. Just hilarious. And honestly, that 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 really that really faith in like healthy trusting relationships. How can you not be extremely skeptical of stuff like this? Because here's one thing about these side niggas, and these side niggas are are hilarious to me. Because you create and you submit yourself into such a sunken state of simpness 
<laughs> I don't know how else to put that. But y'all become the biggest simps. Like the things you will do for this girl. Cause I mean, looking at the ex-boyfriend and looking at her, I can see that he felt that oh, he was the white knight, the the he was the knight in shining armor. I'm coming to save this beautiful damsel in distress. I can give you a better life. I can do you. I can love you. I can love you better than he can. Like, <laughs> these niggas are simps, boy. And the things they do, and just, it, it's crazy. You'd be like, you a cornball. This dude was a cornball. He, and I'm sure he thought that he was doing something good. Oh, you a good woman. You don't deserve that. He did what? No. If you was my woman, you would never have to worry about doing that. And she was dece deceiving you and, and him, just deceiving everybody. And going and going on and using and playing you a toxic. She looked toxic. Well, hold as on, fuck. no. Hold on. And didn't they say he was uh, an ex-boyfriend? Uh, so he yep, had a ex-boyfriend. He already knew she was crazy. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. But it didn't matter. Because to him, I bet you, I bet you to him, she was the one that got away. As crazy as she was, she th th there were some things that he said, you know what? I will tolerate this toxic behavior for. You know, because maybe she had that Glock Glock 3000. Maybe. Maybe she had something. Or maybe she was just such an attractive looking woman that you know, for for him, she would technically be out of his league, if you will. You know, and you know, because just looking at her and her husband, they look like the perfect couple. Really beautiful looking couple. Beautiful children. And what's your purpose? Why would you go about doing all this? First of all, like... Who knows? I mean, I understand that women like attention. Female card, just because women tend to be the best at cheating. Like, why the heck would you need to do all of this that? This is true. To cheat. This you is true. You could figure something this out, is true. girl. Like, yeah. Did you have to go to such extremes to where you wanted to spend some time with your side piece that you created a fake kidnapping story that you knew the authorities would get involved? That you knew that people would be looking for you, actively looking for you. Like, I would have thought that, you know, all you had to do was say, hey, one of my friends is getting married. So we going to blah, 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 blah for blah, 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 blah. You know, some some trip, some girl's trip or, you know, some, some trip that you would that would be halfway believable that you would use to get away. And then, of course, you would have your girlfriends, you know, corroborate your story. And yeah, she's she was here, we was here, la 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 la. Like, because as you say, women are much better cheaters than men. Much better cheaters. That there's a particular clip that uh, Jess Hilarious put out. I don't know if you remember that clip, but she was talking about how uh, uh, women are much better cheaters than men, and and it's like how how women get mad that their man cheat. Um, even though it's like, but you've been cheating the whole time. 
So I'm 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 gonna see if I can find it. Hold on. Oh, yep, I found it. Look at that. Look at that. But I I I remember this because I was like facts, facts. I was like, yeah. So your female card has been revoked, Miss Panini, because yeah. I'm going to play this clip, though, because th this is facts. Hold on. Ladies, we are the most contradicting species in the world. I'm going to just call it how I say it. We definitely fucked up in the head because we get mad, man. I'm talking about our whole world comes to an end when we find out a nigga cheating on us. But the whole time, nah, we cheating, too. Matter of fact, we cheated first. So really, the nigga don't even know he cheating back. <laughs> See, the difference is we know how to do it and don't get caught. Now, listen, it's completely natural for women to go through their man's phone. That's how 90% of y'all niggas get caught. It's not natural for a man to go through his woman's phone. That's why we could be laying right next to you texting another nigga. As long as we lean over every 30 uh -huh. seconds and give you a little mwah, mwah, you'll never suspect anything. Ladies, we get so upset because we're natural competitors. We think whoever this nigga cheating on us with, he may somehow leave us for them. Which is not the case most of the time because niggas don't catch feelings like we do. But ladies, we think that way because we're doing the same thing. Every time you get mad at your boyfriend, you planning out the rest of your future with the nigga you cheating with. Huh? You fantasizing about living with him, what the kids gonna look like. You walk around the house fake pregnant bomb, talking to yourself. <laughs> wow. Just walking around fake pregnant. Wow. <laughs> just... <laughs> And I'm like, that's facts. That is facts. It it is is that little piece there because I you know, you know, y'all some devious creatures. Yep, y'all be y'all be cuddled up with your man, all right beside him. Oh, I want to spend some time and da 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 da. And the whole time you you texting with your other nigga and you calling yourself you want to be close. I just want to be close to you, and you over there flirting, getting and. Doing whatever you're doing with your side nigga right there, and you two centimeters away from your man. <laughs> oh, but yeah, she she did it all wrong. She did it all wrong. All you had to do was go to social media. These bitches would have shown you how to cheat properly. That's probably they would have shown you how to do it. But yeah, she did. Yes, there there are, which is crazy. There are full Facebook groups dedicated for women doing shit like this. My coworker is is in a couple of them, and so she shows me some of the things. She shows me some of the things that goes on in these groups, and my jaw just drops. I lie to you not. I was like, listen, I've been I've been begging her to to, to be a part of the podcast just so she can share some of these posts because I'm like, these are absolute golden nuggets that can be used for content. And I'm like, you do not understand. We're trying to take things to the next level, and you holding us back. Why are you being so selfish? Like, no, nah, we be on the podcast. I'm, I'm so shy and I don't know what to say. It's like, we don't really need your voice. I just need the access that you have. Just send me a couple screenshots. But yeah, she showed me a couple of, a few of the posts. Yeah. I was like, just well, at least send me, me screenshots. Uh, I even asked her that. At least send me the screenshots. Me and I can talk about it from there. Some screenshots for some content. Yeah. Yep. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm, I'm gonna see if I can get a few of the names of these uh, ain't shit bitches uh, gr Facebook groups and see and see if you know we you can uh, be a a, a mole, <laughs> <laughs> a journalistic mole. You know, get up in there. But yeah, so I know, I know, and it's like you can't, you can't help but to just like. That's why the, the, the game today, 
that's that's why honestly it's like I don't I don't know if I could survive in this type of game because I'm I'm a naturally skeptical person. Like it, and especially nowadays, I I don't have the best outlook on people in general. So it's like so it's, especially when I'm dealing, you know, I don't trust men. Nothing they're self centered liars, you know, blah 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 blah. Like and I'm dealing with women, and I'm like I know. <laughs> And y'all are better at it than men. So like, so I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how y'all do it. it it's, it's almost like a kill or be killed, eat or be eaten type of She's thing. She's a man it's, it's eater. Just, yeah. All that to be said. Oh, here she comes. <laughs> so just, she'll chew oh, you up. <laughs> Watch out. She'll chew you up. <laughs> chew you all the way up. And just the the toxicity, man. It's, again, it's like we normalize toxic behavior, and it, it's it's just crazy. So it just, I I think the most heartbreaking thing is when you look at or when you hold someone in a particular regard, and I don't want to say you put them on the pedestal, but you hold them in a particular regard, and then you know those rose colored glasses come off, and then you 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 see them as just just another one of them. Like that's heartbreaking. That's heartbreaking. And it's like in this this type of age, it's just like so now. No matter what, even what happens, you know, whatever amends that that are made, that from that point on, I will never see you or look at you the same. Like that's tough. Like I I, I cannot because now the 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 stage or the pedestal, or for lack of a better term, has been broken, and you are just as ain't shit as these people that I see that are ain't shit. But that's crazy. But yeah, Sherry Panini, um, you did it wrong, girl. You did it wrong. But you did it the white girl way. She did it the white girl way. (laughs) Over dramatic, over the top, entitled, and for whatever reason thought that she would not get caught on this wild, wild story. Like, she, she did it the white girl way. (laughs) <laughs> oh man but that is that I just thought that was so funny thought it was funny but alright so we're going to end this with a uh, some more rigidity and <laughs> I don't, I don't, <laughs> I'm laughing because <laughs> I just already know where this is going to go so <laughs> All right. I don't know if I'm ready for this. <sighs> I think you are. I I, I, I think you're completely ready. I, I, think, I, I think you're totally ready for this. <laughs> so, mm. rapper Mano. No, no, no. I'll, I'll, I'll start it this way. I'll start it this way. Now, of course, especially as adults, when you reach a certain maturity, you know, your body develops and you begin to develop certain desires um, and then as you begin to explore those desires there's different quirks preferences and even fantasies that are developed you know everyone has them and there's nothing absolutely nothing wrong with that you know everyone has a particular fantasy uh, everyone has a particular desire or preference or you know if they just had that one opportunity they would do this 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 with this 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 and that alright ain't nothing wrong with that Everybody has them. 
I just think that there's a particular leeway that everyone's given. And some tend to have some preferences and fantasies that are a little bit out there. So much so that it makes you raise an eyebrow too. And and I personally don't think I can ever look at you like a normal human being again. <laughs> so so in this case, rapper Mano sat down with uh, Angela Yee and their podcast, I believe it's called Lip Service. And he wanted to detail his sexual fantasy. And I can't intro it any better. So he has to do it himself. Mm-hmm. So let's watch this. What are you talking about? It did it for all them years. Did man. you like that? Huh? No, what was the role play? Yeah. The role yeah, play. What was the role? This feels like it's going to be so wrong. It's so wrong. I'm going to tell you right now. I've oh never God. talked about this. Uh oh. Ah, shit. Dun, dun, dun. I like to be like a runaway slave. Okay, no. Mano. Oh, shit. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> I like to play like a runaway slave. Okay. I like to play like a, diso- a disobedient slave with a white woman. So tell me like what you say. Yes, Mesa. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've, I've, it's, it's, two, it's, it's, it's two of them. Like it's like me getting whooped, right? You get whooped? It's like, it's like I play like you whipping. But most of them don't want to play like that. This is this Yeah, I was going to say, what white woman goes along with this? <laughs> they don't want to play like that. They don't okay. want, this is my, fa- it's like, listen, you're going to act like <laughs> your master's your, your master's uh, husband, uh, wife, wife, and I'm the running. And I just got whooped by Massa for oh, eye- eyeballing okay. me. Oh. But the whole time you've been really, you know, you, you, you like it. Anyway. You've been eyeballing me. Oh, this sounds like some freaky porn. I'm interested. Right, this is some freaky shit. And then yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna come all sweaty. Right, just finished getting whooped, and you're gonna say, No, Billy Joe, no, no, Billy Joe, no, <laughs> Master's not gonna like it, he's not gonna like it. I said, You know, you want it, lady. This is an old script, yeah, it's old script. So, so, so white women have gone along with this words. and done this. He's speaking from experience. Nobody really went along with it. Like, I okay. stood up on the wall and said, Come on, let's act it out. And he was like, Mano, are you crazy? What if they call you the N word? See, this is this is because this, this comes this with it. Where, this is where it goes deep. And this is where I'll probably be canceled after this. <laughs> you be right like, here. don't say it. Go ahead. I don't know if I can say this. Say it. <laughs> I'm going to take Gigi's advice. <laughs> this is really <laughs> Say it. Shit. I want to know. I don't know because it's not right, though. <laughs> but this, this is, is all shit. fantasy stuff. This so. is all fantasy yeah, shit, though. Okay. In the, in, in the fantasy world. In, for, in the fantasy world, because of this, I've never... Nobody's ever did it. Mm-hmm. So the other fantasy is that they whipping me and they calling me a nigga. <laughs> I'll give you a moment to process. Process what has been said. So this is Mano's fantasy. So I would say, I will, I will start by saying, you know, that's my purse. We we all have the right of having Where's our own purse? fantastical desires. Whatever your fi- fantastical desires I are, that like is Viola on you, Davis and you are right free. Now. You have every right to have them. <laughs> <laughs> you can't leave just yet. You can't. You can't hit us with the Viola Davis just yet. No. We gotta talk about Mano and his. Fantasy race play. <laughs> Man, so, was out his cotton picking so mind. Literally. <laughs> Literally. No, he's not. 
out his cotton picking mind. Pun intended. Oh my God. She said cotton picking mind. That is hilarious to me. No, 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 no. Oh, All man. the nopes that ever noped in nope land, sir. Like, no. Oh, man. This is... But here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. This This is the fantasy of a lot of people. And not just black people. This is a fantasy of a lot of white people because I've seen it. Uh, I've like seen them it. pictures what I'm saying. way back when. So, of course, I've mentioned other, before. Of the dude and his fi- white fiance where he had chains oh, on. Yep, yep. Uh huh. And she, yep. like, came as the white savior. Yep, you're absolutely right. And. Uh huh, and, and and she she had a whole story with that with that slavery photo shoot. Like she was the damsel, and it was a forbidden love. They weren't supposed to be together, but they found love anyway throughout. You know, against all odds, you you were different from I was, and but yet we found love in one another. Yeah, people have this fantasy, and and it's not just it's not just black people. Now. To try to but see the thing about expand it this a little I bit, regardless of what you feel about it, for white folk to have this doggone fantasy, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh huh. And unfortunately, right. I'm not surprised that a black man has this John Brown fantasy because some of y'all ain't shit, man. Uh huh. Y'all just just ain't shit. But yep. You know. So. This is this is the ideology or, or the thought there that you know me fucking your white women is my revenge. Oh, you want to keep the black man down? You want to you know oppress and and harass and la 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 away? I get back at you. mother, your sister, your your daughters. So (laughs) So, this is that because understand when you're listening to him that is his motivation. Just yeah. Yeah. I was trying to fight for my freedom but you eyeing me and I know I know you you want this and and even though Macedon whooped me and this that and the third that you know what as my revenge is me taking back my power. Nah, you, this you makes me this think work. of a line from a and song called American Pharaoh by uh, what's his name? Jace, uh-huh. Jace Harley, I think. Um, it says, y'all don't want your daughters to marry us, but they love this dick, so I tear it up. I don't know. That just came to mind uh-huh. in this particular. And that's a perfect segue because that is a main motivation 
when it comes from the other side, from white women, because let's just call, let's just call it for what it is. More often than not, and I'm willing to put money on this, that I would say 65 to 75%. As far as white women, they have fantasies of being with a black man. A lot of these interracial couples or these interracial families that you see, well, let me roll back family. These interracial happenstances that have created children have came just from the fantasy of sleeping with a black man, of experiencing a black man. Cross it off the bucket list. I've seen, I've experienced it myself. I've experienced it to where it's nothing more. It's it's literally a fantasy. It's something I just have to experience. No matter what my marital position is, my status, whatever, I have to at for one point in my in my life, I have to have a black man. I don't care about loving a black man. I don't care about understanding his culture. I don't I don't care about understanding, you know, whatever socioeconomic thing or whatever. I don't care about none of that. I just want that that thing. I just want black dick. So I can say I've had it because the the stereotype, the belief, the the man missed the legend type of thing. I have to have it. And that is and that that's true. That is true. So of course, yeah, we understand it from the white woman's side to the black man. The black man is like, oh, this is me getting my power back. So yeah, I would. So, and I say where, where I found a lot of this at. So, you know, I, I play a lot of video games. I play online. There's two particular games that is like, um, I don't know how you describe it. There's a game called IMVU. It's like a multi-massive player online thing. It's like a chat thing where you basically you create your character, create your avatar, you dress them up and you basically live like a second life online. And the second game is called second life. Um, it's a bit more advanced than I you, but it's the same thing. You, you go around, you create a character, you, and you do whatever it is. Like you live in life. You can, whatever you want to do, you can do it. And it also couples because of this, you can do whatever you want to do. It also kind of couples. It can someone as a dating thing. You can meet people, interact with people. Now you can make friends. It can be as innocent or as X-rated as you want because there's no holes bar. You can do literally anything you want to and they give you the capability of doing anything you want to. And when you start exploring these places and these things, no, don't, don't Viola Davis me yet. Not yet. <laughs> and when you get into some of these places, you find that Every single fantastical room, group, desire, when you come across white women, is this type of play right here. This type of play. The thing about these online games that I'm talking about is, of course, you get to do what you want to do without the consequence. So you see the real side of people. And people enact and use these type of games to play on those desires, to play on those fantasies that otherwise in real life, they will never have a chance of doing. 
but they'll do it on these games. But you can be whatever, whoever you want to be. And you can behave in whatever way you want to behave. And more often than not, when you are on these platforms and you get to exploring around the worlds of these games and you see that more often than not, you will find places and spaces that play just like this. I'm talking about the theme. It it, It may not even have to be slavery, but it's dealing with a black man and white women and it's often facilitated as hardcore as I get is Sims 4 yo and I can go even deeper of how deep they go it, it's it's like mm-hmm. that I, it's it's uh, comparable as far as Sims 4 you know you got your character and you, you go through life but more you have than, uh, what you talking about uh huh oh it is it is is it's it's G rated, but of course, there's mods that's and stuff true. to make it just as X rated as the games I'm talking mods, about. Though. But now that's not to say that when you play these games, like I say, it's it's a it's a large spectrum. So you can be as G rated, rated E for everybody, as you want to be and, and your experience to be, or it can be as X rated as you want it to be. And like I say, it's the the way I would compare it would be like The Sims. It's just you actually have complete control over whatever character you create to the clothes you wear to, you know, everything, the haircut, the eyes, um, even how you move, how you dance. You even can control your genitalia and different things like, like it, it gets deep and detailed to a motherfucker. Um, but also for me, in my experience, I met some really good people on those games. So in, but I've always played online games. So whatever game I play, you know, wife would come in. Why? Who are you talking to? These random people online. I'm like, well, it's, just, it's just part of the game, and that's just that's just me. Can I put um, a person on that? I'm not surprised. Now, as crazy as this sounds coming from Mayno, I'm not surprised because when it comes to online, when people have the mm-hmm. the protection of anonymity, and they have the ability of, mm-hmm, the, you see the real side of people. And that's why you on social media, why everything is always so negative and drama filled because you're seeing the real side of people. Because the, the worst thing you can do is just get rid of my profile. Then I'll just make another one. So it's like when there is absence of real consequence to the choices that you make, coupled with the ability of anonymity, you see the real side of people. You see the real side of people. Um and that's just that's just that. So as crazy as he sounds, it's and and just for me, you even see stuff like that. But it's like for a black person, I don't see why anyone black would subject themselves to race play. To where I would subject myself to letting some white person or any other non-black person sit here and call me nigga just to fuck them. Just we're gonna have sex in this particular no. Sorry. That dad's were like, I don't, I don't, I want you to whoop me and call me nigga. For what? And then I'm and then we're gonna have sex. What what? Okay, see, see now you can do the Viola Davis and walk on out. <laughs> it's like you can do it now. <laughs> just... <laughs> so that that's just that. 
that is that man but i, I just thought that was that was mm. absolutely insane absolutely insane um but now he's getting backlash about it because people are like yeah you, you out of your mind your cotton picking mind um and so he's doubled back and he was like huh yeah, i was joking you know, y'all joking. like no no you weren't nah that that wasn't a joke bro like who that wasn't a joke. Joke like that. But, no, that was some real yeah. stuff she was talking about. <laughs> That's and. exactly. Nah, mm-hmm. no, because you saw the the hesitancy that he had. Like, oh, this is wrong. Like, you you knew what you was doing, but you know you you wasn't expecting the backlash to be what it was. I'm like, oh, I was joking. But now there's even more backlash. Like, no, you weren't joking. Or tried because to. you literally said that you've done this before. Like. Uh huh. Yeah, you tried to do this before. I'm like, okay. But that's all I got. That's all I got. <laughs> I'm gonna go eat me. That's all I got, man. Listen. Oh. Uh, because I'm hangry. <laughs> that that sounds like babies. a good plan. I'm gonna just. I'm gonna drug up. I said, "Have you fed the babies?" Say what now? I haven't, but wifey's here, so she has fed it. But I'm going to go and put them to bed because now is their bedtime. So I'm going to put them to bed, and then I'm going to go take all the drugs I can take, and then try to get some sleep, and then go on to work tomorrow. And hopefully, I can breathe. So I'm I'm happy I've been able to get to this pod because yeah, I've right now I can't breathe. <laughs> so I can't breathe. Uh these sinuses, man. Crazy, crazy, crazy. But all right, everybody. Listen, we appreciate you once again. Please. If you enjoy the podcast, please share this podcast. Share please. it with some, some friends that anyone you think will also enjoy the podcast. Share it for us. You know, spread the word. If you are listening on Spotify, please follow us. Uh if you are f- listening on Apple. Please subscribe and follow and give us a rating, a five-star rating. We need those ratings up. Give us a rating, um, you know, all the five stars, all that good stuff. You know what I mean? If you're watching on YouTube, please give us a like, comment on what you think you like about it, what you don't like about it. Subscribe to the channel, you know, and, and just help us grow. Everything helps us out tremendously. We appreciate you guys for continuing to listen. Pray for this him is your boy, Dante. Pray. Big sis KT in the building. Yeah. <laughs> she's going to get something to eat because she's hangry and tired and delirious. So am I because I can't breathe. Uh, but man, till stay next blessed. time, y'all stay fly. Y'all stay blessed. Good night. <laughs> Keep those fantasies in check. And until next time. <laughs> Peace.